My name is Kenny Jacoby. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Is Latan Ibrahimovic's career over? Is Wenger's job saved if Arsenal win the FA Cup? And is the Los Angeles Galaxy no longer the galaxy that we loved to hate? Hello, you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. I'm Sean Meadow. I'm a sports writer at the Daily Emerald, and I'm with... I'm Will Campbell. I'm a news editor at the Emerald. We're here in studio. Emerson Malone is also here producing, thank you, a nice 7.30 p.m. podcast Sunday, April 23rd. It's Pacific time. We're in Eugene, Oregon, and Allen Hall in the depths of the J School. We're in the underbelly. That's a good way to describe it. Right next to uh, the Duck TV studios. Yeah, they're filming right now, doing their thing. And we're doing our thing. Yes, we are. Here it's on been the a crazy weekend. Podcast Network. In footy world. Talking soccer. Yeah. We still don't have a title for this podcast, so if you have one, let us know. But in the meantime, we're still going to talk about soccer. And we're going to start with MLS. Portland. You so were at the game, Will. I was at the Walk game. Walk us through that. The Timbers beat Vancouver. So, yes. Yeah, so this is a rivalry match. The Portland Timbers versus the Vancouver Whitecaps. and um, Cascadia Cup. Right? The Cascadia Cup. One of them, because Seattle gets in there too, right? Right, exactly. So um, we have uh, uh, former Vancouver Whitecaps striker Darren Maddox now playing for the Timbers and starting this match, and former uh, Seattle Sounders striker Freddie Montero playing for Vancouver. So there's a little team swapping going on here, which makes for an interesting dynamic. But um, Portland scored two amazing goals, um, including a... Uh, Stunning outside of the box Golazo strike from Darlington Nagby after he weaved in and out of a couple defenders. Um, Brilliant goal from the U.S. men's national team player. Oh, he's absolutely. getting call ups now that Bruce Arena is in charge of that team. He was a little bit in and out of that team, I think, with Jurgen Klinsmann, which was uh, maybe St- maybe this bias against MLS that people thought he had. I thought he was okay, but that's a whole different subject. But Nagby is back. I think that's the message. He's back and he's scoring goals now too. I think that was one of the biggest criticisms criticisms for him um, in in recent past is he's just not a shooting goals and he's not scoring goals either. But that seems to be changing. So look for look out for him uh, in the future of U.S. Men's National Team. We'll but, keep it West Coast here. We'll yeah, the Sounders. The Sounders, just a little north of Portland. Um, they had a good match today. They had a good match. I think that's the only way to describe. They had a perfect game basically three. Nothing. 3-0 win over the Galaxy at the StubHub Center in Carson, California. 24,000-something people there watching the Galaxy get absolutely dismantled by the MLS Cup champions, Seattle Sounders. Galaxy, what the heck is wrong with them? We got to know what's going on. Give give us your take Well, I grew up in Los Angeles. I watched the Galaxy Uh a lot. I was a, a fan growing up of them. I witnessed several MLS Cup titles, one where they lost in a shootout to RSL. I was at the 2011 one and the 2014 one, and those teams played some fluid soccer. What's happened now? And now they can't get three passes together. They can't get shots off in the final third. They don't have a midfield. that There, was, there was bad marking. Jordan Morris was wide open several occasions. They scored an own goal, Seattle, off of a Ladero cross. He was left unmarked, no one in the 10-yard radius of him. It's a low cross to the front post, and it's off of Ashley Cole's boot. And so, then, or that was maybe the cross that went to Dempsey. They were very similar goals, and it was all because of poor marking. And Kurt and Alpha, I mean, the Galaxy, 
might be in trouble here. So do you blame the Galaxy's performance this season on just how sporadic the MLS is, or is there something... I don't even know if it's the designated players that they've lost. Robbie Keane, Gerard, I don't think you can make that argument because he didn't well, perform could, at that level. Could it level. be Bruce Arena? Bruce Arena leaving, but you still have Kurt, who was the Los Dos coach, the uh, USL team, LA Galaxy 2, and he he knows this club, and he has Nathan Smith playing and Dave Romney, players who have played under him. Gjelp was hurt, so Rowe was back in goal, a South Eugene high school grad, um, UCLA grad as well. Maybe he didn't graduate. I don't want to give that, but that was crazy. So this team is just falling off. But I wouldn't be surprised if they had a, a strong comeback in the next couple of years because that that's just that's how they they've been in the past, really. But the MLS season is long. It is. So it could be a complete it, turnaround. And look at Seattle last year. Yep. It took a and firing the of Siggy Schmidt. Siggy Schmidt was literally fired. They were bo- near the bottom of the Western Conference last year, and, and now they Dempsey went, got injured. And they too. went on to win the MLS Cup without Dempsey. And then Dempsey was hurt. But he's back, and he played great today. Yep. Well, that's but the also, story. look who played great, too. Minnesota United. Minnesota. Who would have guessed? They're picking up some momentum. They're one point out of playoff spot if the playoffs were tomorrow. But, of course, they aren't. We're only, what, eight games in here. Yeah, it's early in the season, so you just never know what's going to happen. I'd be surprised if they make the playoffs. but um, I think they got knows. a little too much um, too much stick at the beginning of the season. Yeah, maybe. People weren't expecting them to be this good, and they weren't. And Miguel Ibarra got his first goal, and it was a shutout, their first shutout. It was at home. I mean, Minnesota University of Minnesota's football field, but that's still home, in front of the home crowd. So that's a good feeling for them. And Christian Ramirez has been playing well, someone I knew personally back home in Southern California, coached me in high school, actually. But he's been scoring. This team is good. I think they have the potential to be good. But, you know, the standings are funny, and they fluctuate like crazy. And you have a team with nine points like Seattle in fifth, but then a team with six points like the Galaxy all the way down in 10th. Right, so speaking of standings, let's just do a quick rundown. We have Portland Timbers at uh, the f- top of the league with 16 points. Um, that's in the Western Conference. In the, the top East. of the whole league, too, right, right now. So the Supporters' Shield would go to them if it were to end tomorrow, but obviously games are all mixed and matched. Exactly, and then Orlando's having a really strong season. They have five wins, zero draws, and one loss. And they're sitting at They're also the first points. team in MLS to win their opening four games in a new stadium. I did not know that. And they beat the Galaxy last week 2-1 in a late goal from Kyle Lahren, Kyle Lahren. Pardon me. That secured the win. First time. Damn. All right. Let's move over to England and Europe. Well, we're going to go Europe first, I think. Okay, let's go let's Europe Let's go Europe first, first because okay. I, I there's been a lot of fun stuff in Europe. There has been. And not just in the, the, the island of... Britain, but the UCL and the UEL, the Champions League and Europa League, Barcelona and the Champions League, they're out. They're Juventus, 3-0 first leg. They held it, 0-0 in the second leg, back at the new Camp. So Juve goes through. Real Madrid-Bayern was probably the game of the week until this weekend. <laughs> there were a couple games of the week this weekend. Some great soccer we'll get to later. But Real Madrid scored two goals from an offside position. Ronaldo got a hat trick. Two of his goals were offside. Two of them. Two of them. Two of them. And the referee has blown it. There was a penalty call for Robin, though, where he maybe dove. So that goes the other way. Then Vidal was sent off, and he may have he got the ball that appeared in the replay. But well, do you think it was a dive from Robin? You know, he's getting contact. That's enough for me. That's enough. There's enough because he's even if he's not diving, he's going to fall over because he's going to run into a person. There's momentum, and that's how I look at it. Yeah, he dove against Mexico. No he era did, penal. He's dip, he's, but uh, yeah. this, yeah. it was a penalty. But 
what's done is done because Bayern was not the better team. Real Madrid was. But then you have Leicester. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, Leicester. It was a good run. Or, oh, the Tigers. <laughs> no, it's okay. It was a good run. Leicester. Oh, Leicester. They scored. It's okay. They, they held their own. For me, at least. you got to give them respect. That's true. And I look at Leicester, and I say, you've done more than any other England team, English team right now in Europe, so good for you. You yeah. got the farthest. Mm-hmm. You got to the quarterfinals. But it's a heartbreaker. It is. And they lose to Atletico, who will face Real Madrid in the semifinal. Juventus will play Monaco. Monaco. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Young team. They look great. We'll talk about that later in another podcast because – It'll get to that point where we're going to be talking some Champions League. Like oh, yeah. Crazy, because those are going to be good. Oh, we'll but there's also another specific Champions League podcast. Coming. Exactly. We'll have a Champions League-specific podcast, because that will be awesome. And we can do a Europa League one, too, at the same time, since Manchester United, Ajax, and Lyon are all still in it. And Celta Vigo, you got to give them some credit. They will play Manchester United, who got through, but Zlatan got hurt. And that's a huge storyline, I think, in the world of soccer. Right. He's one of the best players to play the game. Were you watching forwards. it when it happened? Yeah. Of course. Did you and, know instantly? Well, the way he went down, you go, oh, man. Yeah, his knee bent backwards. A little bit. And uh, I thought it He's was just, uh, the, what's the injury in football? In American football. It's just slipped my mind. ACL? No. And the oh, Shoot. But there's an injury in football. Hyperextended knee. Oh, yeah. Which occurs a lot in, in American football. That injury, I thought that's what it was. And I thought, you know, he's not going to be out for the whole year. He'll he'll be back. He'll be back. Turns out it's an ACL and PCL tear, according to reports. Manchester United saying he's going to get a couple of people looking at it. It's ligament damage, and they've confirmed that. And that means it's out for a while. He posted on Instagram today saying, yes, I'm out for a while. You guys all know that. But I'm not done yet. And that's ex- that's an inspiring thing from him. And he, he has proven people wrong time after time. 35 years old, scoring 27 goals this year in his first year playing in English competition for Manchester United. Dude's fantastic. Sure. I I don't know. But does he retire do you, now? Do you He's think, injured. How old is he? 35. 35. He'll be 36, I think, when he gets back healthy. Like, for me, how do you physically come back? And if you do come back, is it in Europe or is it in MLS? Yeah, and I think the fact that he is a really – he's a big guy. And an injury like that, a knee injury like that for a big guy is a lot harder to come back for than, than a small guy. So I, I, I don't see it happening. He could come back. He could come to the MLS. and um, Major League Soccer would be happy to have him. I think he would be successful. Both Los Angeles clubs looking at him, according to reports. The Galaxy was somewhat confirmed that they did make an inquiry about him. LAFC probably will, too. Yeah. It's 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 sad to see that from a legend, though, in the, in the football community. But He'll be back. He'll be back. So I, I like to think so. We'll just keep talking about EPL, though. Okay. And some good news in the EPL. Brighton and Hove Albion. They're the first team up. They're confirmed they're they're coming up. And it's awesome. I love their story. My uncle lives in Hove, so this is his local club. Really? So yeah, he said the town is pumped. It's great. So it's everyone awesome. everyone's talking about it. That's the story of the town right now. So hey, credit to credit to them. Looking forward to seeing them in EPL next year in the Premier League. But they're not there yet, and Manchester United is, and they just beat Burnley today. 2-0, looked convincing, and Liverpool lost to Palace. This means that t- fight for the four is going to be insane. Yeah. And 
to make it even more incredible, Manchester United plays City in the Manchester Derby on Thursday. The game was postponed with some scheduling stuff, so it moves to this Thursday. It's awesome that this is going to happen, because when you look at the standings, Will, you see United in 5th, City in 4th, Liverpool in 3rd. The points, though, Liverpool 66, United 63. Now, that might seem that United's three points behind them, but United have two games on them. And then City are tied on games with United and only one point ahead. United beats City. They go ahead of them. They're on pace with Liverpool. It's insane. This is going to be such a great race for the top four, top three. And Arsenal are sitting in seventh behind Everton. But Everton have three games in hand on Arsenal at the moment. So, Will, don't cry just yet because they're (laughs) still there. But it's going to look like a fifth or sixth place finish for Arsenal. But the bottom of the Premier League, that's where it's normally exciting, but I'm most excited now for this top three to about maybe six or seven spots. That's going to be fun. And yeah. I think it's never been this tight like and this exciting. I don't think it's ever been this exciting. I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. but um. <laughs> <laughs> And City just played 120 minutes today in an FA Cup loss to Arsenal. So there's there's that. And that game was great too. And so with City being tired and United being tired and City probably being a little bit more tired than United, and Pogba being hurt today, maybe some fatigue, that's a big issue. They play Thursday, it's going to be a crazy game, I think, and that's going to determine a lot. And then you have Arsenal today. Yeah, and yesterday that was a big win for the FA Cup against Chelsea. So does Arsene Wenger keep his job? Not against Chelsea, against City. Can we redo they, that? They beat City. They will play Chelsea, so you're not wrong with the fact that Chelsea's <laughs> in there, but Chelsea beat Spurs yesterday in one of the best games I have seen yeah, in a long time. That's where I'm getting at with this whole awesome soccer. Oh, that game was and epic. then there was El Clasico today, which was an amazing game. And I, if I got into it, I could probably talk for 45 minutes on it. But Lionel Messi just proving his worth. Ronaldo was pretty good, too. Real Madrid looked okay. Then Ramos gets a red card. It was everything you want in El Clasico in one game. It was awesome. And then the last second goal from Lionel Messi wins it. And now I'm getting off topic again. But Chelsea Tottenham was awesome. Chelsea didn't deserve it. Spurs did, but Chelsea were smarter and took their chances when they got him. Matic scored one of the goals of the season with a left-footed rocket into that the top corner. Banger. What a goal. They win 4-2. They go to the FA Cup final. They play Arsenal, who won in extra time. Will, Alexis Sanchez, the tap-in yes. to win it in extra time. That was nuts. That was nuts. Um, yeah, Alexis, I don't know what to say. You don't know what he to did say? It. He did. That's what football can do leave you speechless and soccer does that you know it it can do that and i mean you look at how good they've been arsenal in situations like that and they haven't been so that's got to be nice they haven't been good in those dire situations this no especially being down and coming back from a deficit uh we haven't seen a lot of that lately but i don't know i don't know is wenger out no. I say yes. I'd say they lose, he's out. They win, he stays. And you know what? He's gonna stay anyway because he's Arsene Wenger and he's got that tenure where he gets to choose when he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't want to leave the club in shambles. And I think the fans just want him out because they want change. Well uh, the half the fans situation. want him out. the new the newer fans that haven't been with Arsenal since I know some fans who've been fans for a while and they, they want him out, but those are just those who have been sick of him probably for a decade. Then you get the Pierce Morgans and those people 
who have been fans and also columnists like mm. Pierce Morgan himself, and they just want the hot takes. But there's there's a lot to digest in that situation. And yeah. another. Well, I want him to leave on his terms. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay. That's that's, that's good. He'll leave when he knows when it's right. But. And we'll figure it out. But we're good to go. And I think what's really going to be a talking point for American soccer fans in the coming years is when the bid for the 2026 World Cup comes into play because, boy, oh, boy, that's going to be fun. Well, how long have they been talking about this? And it was finally released as news uh, last week. Well, it was it was a thing, but there's going to be a World Cup for those that don't know. USA, Mexico, and Canada are bidding together as one unit to host a World Cup together. The tournament will expand from 32 to 48 teams in that year, which means the extra amount of people, that's going to be great. That means more teams get in. The smaller countries that barely just miss out, they get in. Panamas get in. Trinidad and Tobago's, who may not have gone in, get in. It's going to be great. And it's going to be broken up between the the countries evenly in a sense, but it's going to be a majority of the games in the U.S. Well, it'll be a lot more traveling for each team too. Right. And there will be more football, and it'll take longer because there are more but teams. But 60 of the 80 games will be in the U.S. That's true. So with the 10 and 10, I believe it's 10 and 10. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's Mexico and Canada will each host 10, and the rest in the U.S., 60 games. Holy cow. That's amazing. And that is going to be what puts the sport over the top. And if the U.S. doesn't get this bid, there's no hope. But they will because Sunil Gulati, the president of so you think the U.S. Soccer happen? Federation. Yeah, it will. Yeah. He's, he, he's the reason Johnny Infantino is the president of FIFA. Okay. And that alone brings it over. Well, we're going to have to go to some matches. I believe I will. I hope to cover some at that point. Oh, that'll be nice. That would be fun. Yeah. Be impressed gonna, by I'll, the World Cup. I'll, be go, I'll go as a spectator. I probably will if, if, I, if I'm not having to cover it. We'll see. It will save money for you. Yeah, you can do both. Point. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But that you, would be fun. You can't have a beer in the press box, though. No, and that's unfortunate, even yeah. though the Nashville Predators gave everyone a little Jack Daniels because, you know, Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> but that's a shame. That's hockey. That's not soccer. Yeah, that's a different culture. Different culture. But that's that's all we have time for that should, today. That's just about do I it. I think that does it. I'm Sean Meadow. And I'm Will Campbell. And if you want to hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud and listen to these episodes right here on the Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com. Feel free to leave a comment on our SoundCloud stream on the Emerald website. And let us know, please, how do we name this podcast? We don't know what to do. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs>